We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in, Thursday edition, Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here this morning. We'll call Jeffrey Wright here in a minute, as we do every single Thursday. No Neil's picks, though. Only uh, Army-Navy this week, I guess. Uh See the line on that, by the way. I mean the uh, the odds, um, thirty two and a half. The over under. Um, Is that right? Yeah. Well, here's one for you: Iowa and Kentucky, mm-hmm. thirty one and a half as of right now. I might go under given the quarterback situation. It has a chance if it drops like another half point or something. I forget the exact numbers to be the lowest total in college football betting history. Oh, they have like no wide receivers. Everybody's playing backup quarterbacks. Both defenses are pretty good. It, 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 all jokes aside, as somebody said on the internet yesterday, they really ought to play it in black and white. None of us really take Neil's picks all that seriously. the The ability for a catastrophic bowl pick is coming because there's nothing. Somebody seriously could go like eight and twenty five in bowls. Well, it's going to be like betting yeah. on NFL preseason without having really the knowledge of who's playing. And betting early, and picking games early. Yeah, we're not. We don't wait till the day of. No. I mean, you're picking games next week. That do we be... reserve the right to change prior to kickoff? Uh, I, we'll talk about it. Okay, the pro- <laughs> the, it's not a competitive thing. It's a going in and editing and keeping up with it thing. It's also an advantage for you and me because we can just do it. Right. Yeah. So there's there's that too. Um, podcast brought to you every day by the Oxford Exxon Highway Six West in Oxford lunch specials. Um, Coming to you here, uh, I think red beans and rice today. I think tomorrow is spaghetti and meatballs there at the Oxford Exxon Blue Sky. We're going to get a little reprieve from the rain today. It's still wet and messy, but not anything like the rest of the week and then maybe even tomorrow as well. So uh, take advantage of that. Um, <laughs> tell what you're voting Kentucky and Iowa's most watchable bowl. It is in a way. I understand that. Um so, yeah, uh, ribs, they can take care of dinner tonight for you. Wet or dry, call ahead. They'll be wrapped up and ready to go for you there with the Oxford Exxon and all Blue Sky locations in Mississippi. And, again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900 is the number. Call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes and business hours right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. 
The rest completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today. 662-257-1900. Jeffrey Wright will join momentarily on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Rafters on the Square is the perfect place for your Christmas party or gathering. They can accommodate parties of 10 to 500. Great food with the Cajun flair, holiday drinks, and a festive atmosphere. Call Jeannie, 601-842-0948 to request a catering menu and reserve a date. So we'll get uh, Jeffrey on now. He's ready to go. Got to get out of that right there. Don't need that. Good morning, sir. How are you? I am well. How are y'all? I'm good. Jeffrey Wright, 92.9 FM ESPN in Memphis. Um, I don't even know where to start. There's a bunch of things I want to get to with you that I'd like. Personally, if it were me, there are things I'd start with before this. But I'll get your thoughts because we haven't really talked about it at all yet. We're probably about to a little bit. Mike Leach and Mississippi State. Dylan Johnson coming out with his... His Instagram transfer portal announcement. His transfer portal announcement on Instagram, where he thanks everybody, thanks the trainers, he thanks the people at Mississippi State who helped him develop, and then he calls out Mike Leach personally. He calls him just Leach too, just which calls is my favorite him, part. Calls him Leach, says he doesn't think I'm tough, so I need to find a, a better. He doesn't care if I go. Better football home. Uh, it has caused. And look, I was at, I was in Memphis yesterday. I had a great time in Memphis at the uh, Thunder Grizzlies game. With Did you the, actually get to go to the rendezvous? We did. All right. We did. We went to the rendezvous and um Carson that Carson's first time. It was it was his second time, but it was the first time that he remembers. And, yeah. and he, he thoroughly enjoyed it. And then we uh we walked to uh FedEx Forum and um went to the game. It was a really fun game. John Morant's just incredible. He he's so good. And it was I, I give the Grizzlies a ton of credit. That, that is a fun atmosphere. It was a lot of fun. We had a great time. Uh, he got to he wore his Steven Adams Oklahoma City Thunder jersey. Which I thought was thought that was a nice touch, and um, it took. By the way, it took Memphis all of like seven seconds to fall in love with Stephen Adams, as you predicted. Yeah, he's fantastic. I, I absolutely love the guy. Um, got to see, uh, got to watch some of the Thunder young guys play. So it was, it was, a, it was a really fun night. It was, it was a lot of fun, and we got back here about ten forty-five, so it wasn't bad at all. And yeah, it was, it was really cool. Um, but this leech thing is that, yeah, is that sustainable? I mean, what if? if he doesn't have an AD, so I don't know who's there to fire him. I guess the president. Sure. Um, it's December the 8th. They've got a bowl game in 24 days or whatever. Not that that matters. But if you're firing him today, you're firing him in the middle of the transfer portal thing, right 13 days before signing day. I don't know who you're hiring at this point. It's an SEC job. You'll find someone to take the money. I don't know what they owe Leach or whatever, but just your perspective outside looking in, is that is this sustainable? So Keenum was also the president that was there when, when Cohen hired him, correct? Mm, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah, been think, there a while. Yeah. Typically, Mississippi State is like they promote from within, you know, right? Because Strickland was there already. Cohen was obviously there. I think Byrne was even there at a lesser level. So I think typically it's going to be somebody from within. My first thought is this is kind of the Mike Leach life cycle. 
you know, I mean, in the end, yep. his his style works for him. Like you, to me, this would if Mississippi State's making the decision to fire him, then my first question is, well, what did you think when you were getting with Leach? And I'm a Leach fan, um, but this is they've basically gotten exactly what Mike Leach delivers. They had a, a bad year one. And then they've basically been in that seven and five, eight and four range. And, you know, players leave and he's mercurial. But for the most part, the thing that's good about Leach is he runs his own program. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't have to, you don't really have to get involved that much. And my overarching thought is maybe this would be different had they lost on Thanksgiving night, but because they've won, I'd be very surprised they end up firing him. But, I mean, I've been surprised before. Yeah, I would too. I mean, it, it, it takes another level given all the other stuff. Now, I do mean curious where the roster stuff stops. I mean, there's talk on our board this morning that Tula Griffin mentioned on Instagram that he's transferring. Now, until he actually does that, I'm not putting complete stock into it. But, I mean, there is a point of, of preserving roster. I just don't know what that point is because Mississippi State's way behind in NIL. I mean, they're – ability to go out in the portal and replace these guys and really achieve a lot seems to be um, mitigated by their lack of cash to do so. So, I mean, I don't, I, I don't know where that stands, but I'm kind of with you, Jeffrey. I, it, would, it would shock me if it gets all the way to firing in the next two weeks unless there was already talk about you know, the potential stepping down that we had heard a few weeks ago. If, some, if there's any truth to any of those things at all, it might be the the straw that breaks the back and pushes it over the edge. You know what? I'm going to respectfully disagree with both of you. I, I, right. I, and and you you might both be right. So this is not me slamming my uh, <laughs> fist into the table, going, "You're wrong, you sons of bitches." No. Um. This is in the way that things happen now. If players unite in any shape, form, or fashion, the authority seems to side with them. And just the the the, the yeah no I, I agree with you my my question though is you know the, these are players that are leaving so they're unhappy are, does does this are there more players that are there more players that would side with them or are there more players that are fine with the way things are yeah that's what I'm waiting to see I have a suspicion just based on what I've read and I've read very little this morning I. I I slept in a little bit by by sleeping. Now listen, as we as we know, typically the most unhappy are the loudest. They are. I, I talked to someone yesterday uh, who was talking about the Egg Bowl, and he was talking about how both teams. It was it was weird. He said both teams didn't seem to be all that motivated to be there. It was a very weird game. I can whoever that was. I completely agree. Uh, and he said that you know because I asked about state and he said they didn't seem all that inspired either um didn't really didn't really want to didn't act like they wanted to be there either so it begs two questions how the hell do you lose to that team at home but i think we know that answer too but but the next part is i do sort of expect other players now because it's easier once somebody comes out and says that it, it's easy to be second and third and fourth and fifth and sixth i expect to see a sort of cacophony of voices uh, unite against Leach inside that program. And when that happens, my anticipation is that the administration will say, this isn't sustainable, let's fold. And again, 
I, all I said is I'd be surprised at this point. Yeah. I would not be, you know, uh, I'm not saying that I've never been surprised before. I mean, I think the other question is how late do you want to get involved in the cycle? Because. Oh, yeah. Uh, you, you know what I mean? like. And who do you go get, right? I mean, You're who, actually better off waiting and firing him after the portal. The only – well, not even that. You know, most of the coaches that – So post, most, post Most of the coaches 20th. that were willing to move have already kind of put their names out well, there. What and Brian Johnson? He's not available for a while anyway. Well, that's if you good. had a chance to get him, you let Leach sign a class, lock a bunch of kids in, let the and Eagles. then you go hire the other dude after Jalen Hurts loses a playoff game or wins the Super Bowl. That's – a thought. I mean, I, I'm not opposed to that, but like, no, nobody's asked Brian that, Johnson if he actually wants this job. He's a guy who's probably going to be an NFL head coach in like three or four years. Correct. So, I mean, you know, I mean, remember when people were saying, you know, Kellen Moore, and you know, Kellen hasn't left. Um, now, I, I don't know. Sometimes, you know, they wind up. Uh, I'm always, I'm always interested. When NFL jobs get like, for instance, let me give you the example. I don't really believe that Lincoln Riley was the hot NFL property that he was promoted to be. What I think happened is when you have a destination job, it's very tough to use other jobs as leverage. It wasn't until we saw USC that Lincoln Riley was willing to leave. And so when you have these destination jobs and then you start hearing you know, the NFL's all over him. The NFL's all over him. I actually believe that that's agent talk trying to build a market for another extension because if you're Lincoln Riley and you find out that, let's say, uh, Washington is interested in Lincoln Riley, well, no one's going to take that seriously, so you don't have as much leverage. Therefore, I think they use the NFL. I'm not convinced that a lot of these co- – Heupel, same way. I don't think the NFL is looking at Josh Heupel – and particularly that offense, and thinks we have to have it because I think they think that it wouldn't work at the NFL level. And the Johnson thing, you make a great point, Chase. This guy's in Philadelphia. They're 11-1. and one. That league is understandably a copycat league. There will, there will be opportunities to be a head coach, and he's done a great job with Jalen Hurts. And let's say Philly goes to the Super Bowl, whether they win it or lose it, whatever. They goes to the Super Bowl. Is he – a guy who suddenly is in position to be an NFL coach soon, probably sooner rather than later, is he really leaving that spot? For Mississippi State? To go coach a, a lower-tier SEC school, no question about it, maybe the lowest tier in in today's market. I'm not insulting Mississippi State. It's just reality. And all the recruiting and crap that comes with it when the NFL lifestyle, let's face it, it's – about six months of grind, and then it's about six months of really nice. No, I actually think again. I don't know Brian Johnson well enough. Is he is he a foot like is he a football scheme guy? Because I think if you are a scheme guy, which probably I think if you made me guess, not knowing anything about him, he probably is. It sounds that way. Yes. If you are a scheme guy, the NFL is where you want to be. Absolutely. And, you know, the other thing that was interesting to me, uh, I'm curious to hear y'all's thoughts on this. So yesterday with Jeff Brom going to Louisville, I can kind of see it being one of two things. And I'm, I'm bringing Purdue up because of what we're talking about Mississippi State. 
Jeff Brom, it's entirely possible, is the outlier because this wasn't Jeff Brom taking an ACC job. This was Jeff Brom taking his alma mater, taking the school where his family is a, a big part of the school, and they've been begging him for years, and it's him finally taking the job. Mm-hmm. Is it also possible, though, that the other possibility, like the other explanation, while, yes, if you have one of these lower-level Big Ten jobs and one of these lower-level SEC jobs, you are going to get paid. There's there's no getting around it. Like, money-wise, it's going to be just remarkably, remarkably lucrative. But is it possible some of these guys start to realize, yeah, man, I can make great money here, but now that divisions are going away, now that I don't have the scheduling advantage, I'm looking at being... Uh, uh, a four-win team, five-win team, I don't know how long this is sustainable, and I'm just going to get out. Yeah, if I'm going to finish 11th or 12th in the 16-team Big Ten, how long How long do I get to do that before they tell me, hey, this isn't working? And then- Correct. I just, won, I just won the school's first-ever division title. Divisions are going away. I don't like when I look at the rest of the Big Ten. I don't know if I stack up well. This podcast is also brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is a great online therapy option for you because unfortunately life doesn't come with a user manual. So when it's not working for you, it's normal to feel stuck. Navigating any of life's challenges can make you feel unsure, whether it's career change, new relationship, or just becoming a parent. Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills. BetterHelp has connected over 3 million people with licensed therapists. It's convenient and accessible anywhere. 100% 100% online. Sure, it's great to talk to family or friends about situations that come up in your life, but with sometimes you just need somebody else. You need somebody with a clean slate, no preconceived notions. Somebody can help you through the process of talking through things and getting what you need. So as the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people. And you, all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you just switch around to a new therapist anytime. It could not be simpler. Plus, it's affordable. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash MPW. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash M-P-W. No, it's it's a great point. And, and you're, you're right. With him, it's it's hard to say because of all the – I mean, The emotional angle. They're from Louisville. He played at Louisville. Not only did he play there, he and his family are like legends there. Um, I mean, I'm sure the heartstrings are pretty strong. And so you almost have to, with him, you have to go, well, it's hard to even make a judgment on Purdue. But you do wonder, like, if, would he have left Michigan to go back to Louisville? You know what I mean? The answer's no, right? I I think so. Would, Would he have left Ohio State, Wisconsin? Because he's had opportunities before. He just chose this one. It wasn't yeah. like this was the first chance he could have gone to Louisville. And it's like he looked coach. at the landscape and went, hmm, you know, I may have ridden this as far as you can ride it. Now, he's safe for a while. I mean, I think he had at least three, four years at Purdue before anybody at Purdue would say, you know, maybe this Brom thing doesn't work out. But oh, I mean, it, I just don't think you can bank on that anymore. Well, I mean, it is interesting. Because, I mean, if like to, 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 to bring it full circle, well, Brahm's a Brahm's a pretty tough coach. What if all of a sudden they start losing and there's a mutiny? 
Yeah. Well, here's what's interesting, even more full circle with Mississippi State. This is why if I'm them today, whoever them is, I'm digging into this really hard. I can tell you there are some young coaches out there that just five years ago would have taken the Mississippi State job because it's SEC, okay? Sure. Those same coaches now, and and I, I know this for a fact, those same coaches now look at Mississippi State and go, you know what? I don't think so. I'm going to gamble on myself. I'm young. I've got a good gig here. I'm winning. I'm going to gamble on myself and roll the dice if I wait one year, if I wait two years, I can get a better SEC job where I don't have to do that cycle where I go to Mississippi State, fail through really no fault of my own, and then I have to go recycle through as a coordinator or go to another back to a group of five. I'm going to wait. I'm going to be patient. I'm going to wait my opportunity, and when I get it, I'll take it. I'm not going to take those jobs. There are coaches out there, this is not speculation, who view a great group of five job significantly higher over the long haul than a lower, lowest quad SEC gig. So I guess my question, though, is, is the issue Mississippi State or is the issue Mississippi State doesn't have the NIL money? So, like, for instance, is it the Mississippi State job itself or is it simply coaches are now it seems to me the number one thing that they care about after their salary is what is the NIL salary? It's the first question they ask, what's your NIL program? Well, the second program? question. Yeah, the se- first question is how much you pay. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's listen, Jeff, you know, Neil, it's all about the players. It's all about the kids first. <laughs> but, after me. But then you ask that question, what's in the NIL package? And then the third question is how sustainable is that? Right. You have $7 million now. What will you have next year if we go 6-6? Six and six? No, what is in the uh, what is in the NIL war chest? Oh, it's thirteen million. Can I see it? That's the third question. Yeah, and, and once we spend it, what then? It, yeah, what, how are we replenishing? Is it does it come back in, or is this a one time thing? Need to know that because if it's a one time thing, I got to get dudes that can help me like right now so that I can bolt. Which, if you're th- then, it, the whole thing's crazy, man. It's like. Well, there is also another question of, okay, I'm with you that current climate suggests when players revolt that the leadership is kind of cowtailing. Do we think that's the way it's always going to be? Like, it does feel like we were in kind of a fragile point as a country. And one thing that I know, having read a lot of history of our country, is we have massive pendulum swings. And when it goes from... One, you know, it, it's going to go one way and then it's going to swing back the other. Or do I mean, do you just think this is the way it's going to be? It's a great question. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's there's some stuff in the news this morning that's like, whoa, really? Um, it's it's really pro like just sticking to college football right now. It's really, really, really pro player like the deal at Virginia yesterday. Too much. Well, no, I have no problem with that. Really? Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm okay. Look, let me let me say this. Oh, I, the oh, the granting of extra eligibility. Yeah, I couldn't be more sympathetic for the players on that team. It's horrible what they dealt with. That being said, what if that had been a car wreck 
Are we giving everybody else? An, you're giving you're giving a bunch of guys that lost one game an extra year of eligibility because of an absolute tragedy that happened inside their program. And don't get me wrong, I could not be more sympathetic. But what if that had been a car wreck? Not that it matters, but it was two, right? It's Coastal and Virginia Tech. Okay, two games. Um, so here's here's my bigger question. Sure. Like I, I understand the point of Neil's question, um, but I started thinking about this. Are we sure eligibility is just going to be something forever? Because it seems to me the solution to the to the problems that I think most people have that are the most reasonable problems, the solution is contracts. I think when you have a contract, you're acknowledging it's professional sports. Yeah. I mean, are we sure that this is always going to be you must be a student? Because no, at that point no. you're no longer a student athlete. No, I'm not sure I mean, of that at all. And in in fact, I, I think that's the the next big question that that Because is, I mean the, the reason why I started thinking about this was, you know, see you can use the example that Neil just used, but how about with JT Daniels? Nobody knows how much eligibility he has left. And I mean, I made the joke two, this was two years ago. I made the joke that you know how we have the coaches car wash like at ESPN when they, you know, when they all, you know, the SEC sends them all up there to go on all the shows. Yeah. I wanted an eligibility car wash. I wanted every player, with the exception of like one and duns and the people that it didn't matter for, I wanted them all to just line up and we had to determine how many years of eligibility this person had because it felt like no one knew on anyone. I'd have to go back and like look at Daniels' career, but it is fast. He has one or two, depending on a medical redshirt possibility, as as he's transferring to his fourth different school. And so I mean, technically, you could play for you a fourth talk about two years. you want to talk about. I want. I would like to sit down and have a conversation with that young man. I would like to have the conversation with him at eighteen and with him at twenty three, and being like, how different has life gone? Well, and at some point you're like, "Hey, what do you? What's the goal here?" I'm sure he's. I'm sure this is business. I mean, I'm guessing that's what he would tell me: "Is look, I'm making more money playing quarterback at West Virginia or wherever's next than I well, could." Didn't you see where uh, McSh- I know McShay's in the news, but uh, instead of being right about Jackson Smith and Jigba, how about y'all see the the tidbit he had about the quarterback class? I did not. Quarterback class is going to be, according to NFL scouts, the quarterback class is as thin as they can remember because a lot of these guys are just sitting there going, rather than being the middle part of the quarterback class, they can make more money playing college football. And they're just staying. The Devin Leary's of the world. Yeah. Like Devin Leary's not going to be a first-round pick. But Devin Leary could have been a third or fourth-round pick. And by the way, I actually think that's probably a smart move. I mean, how many third or fourth round picks end up playing football? And if you really want to play football and you want to get get some money for it, why not go do that? We've already seen that quarterbacks are going for seven figures, allegedly. Yeah, I, no, it's it's a, look, it's a legitimate point. I mean, what what are Devin Leary's? Not to pick on Devin, I'm sure he's a nice young man. Um, what are Devin Leary's NFL prospects really? Uh, basically being an NFL backup. Yeah. Like that, that would, I, if, if Devin Leary got to be a career NFL backup for 10 years, I would say that is a heck of a career. 
Yeah, and that's hard to pull off. Correct, especially not being a starter. And so, yeah, maybe he could make more in a couple of years because he's he's a absolutely a beyond serviceable college football quarterback. He's good as a college player. I, guess, I completely agree. Yeah, he could make he could make more money. Um, so we were talking. Chase and I were talking about this after the show yesterday. We, some, somehow KJ Jefferson's name came up, and it was like, well, he's not going to make an NFL roster, but he, he can make a lot of money next season as a face of a college football team with NIL. He'll make more than he would make with a job right out of college working in business. I'm, I'm assuming. I, I generally know what that market is right now. Didn't know a lot of seven-figure gigs right out of high school, right out of college. No, no. The best I heard were the people that my friends that went to New York and were working a hundred and something hours a week being analysts that made about a hundred. That's the best I'd ever heard. Yeah. So, so we're talking ten times that. So yeah, I, I guess I get it. I I don't know. Anyway, I do want to be clear on the Virginia thing. I have total sympathy, and if those players want another year of eligibility, and that's what the, I just, I just think it's interesting that we keep throwing years. You're of opening el- up the slope. Well, we keep doing it, and it's at the expense of the high school seniors. There's, oh, that's very true. There's fewer well, opportunities. Well, in fairness, though, I think that was going away from high school seniors well before UVA got an extra year. It was. It was, absolutely. Well, the, the whole COVID thing. The COVID year and the portal both have affected yeah. high school seniors. Well, and I think, it's, I think it's even simpler than that. Those things, I think, expedited it. But really what it boils down to is I want to see guys that have already been on a college field. It's the safer. You know what I mean? It's, it's much safer to go with portal guys because you have actual film on them well it's the whole you don't get time to develop guys so oh, yeah. don't don't fool with them i mean i get some of some of the old miss fans are like hey are, are they recruiting more high school guys and my, my answer is i think they're recruiting a few number one number two they're really quiet about it but number three is you unless you're going unless you're georgia or texas a&m or alabama or texas or ohio state or michigan USC. In USC. Unless you can just fill up on high four and five star players, you're taking guys that are going to need developmental time. And if you take too many developmental guys, well, you'll be doing the development for somebody else. Well, it's my biggest question on a guy like Matt Rule, who he has a proven formula that works in college. And his formula is typically taking taking players that have the measurables. So you know, they have a certain 40 time, they have certain, you know, wingspans. They're all of them are usually really good athletes, but not necessarily good football players. I know he got an eight year deal, but I'm just sitting there and wondering do you, in this day and age, man, do you have the time to, do, to pull that off? I'm sure he was assured that he will, but it, you know, I actually thought he made a decent point when asking, you know, what would you do differently about the NFL? He's like, I would have taken a different job. And his explanation was, I thought I had a four-year, I thought I had a four-year window. It turns out I had a two-and-a-half-year window. Yeah. And no quarterback. Yeah. And again, like, I'm not saying that that was the only reason he failed, but, like, my question is, do you really – because I think the next thing that's coming is – when everyone starts doing these buyouts, you know, everyone's worried about these buyouts, these buyouts. I think eventually what's going to happen is the same thing that happens at almost every other 
profession where you have high salary people, you start negotiating a different buyout. And maybe you pay them a bunch up front or deferred money. But, you know, a buyout's going to be just a, a mythical number. It's a, excuse me, not a mythical number. A buyout's just going to be a starting point for negotiation. If Rule just sort of does everything else the right way and shows some improvement, at least some proof of concept, I mean, they tried to give Scott Frost as long as humanly possible. I mean, he became yeah, his like, own Who trainer. on the earth is going to get more time than Scott Frost at Nebraska? Like, yeah. to me, like, that is the... No one's going to get more time than him because he's Scott Frost. Yeah. But he was bad from day one. No, listen, this is the other problem that I have. I understand why Wisconsin took Luke Fickle. He comes highly regarded, and most everyone thinks he can do the job. I openly admit I am leery of people that had success in the American. I think it is not that hard of a league to win, especially if you're at a job like Cincinnati, and especially if you're at a job like UCF. I just, you know what I mean? I think it has more to do with the job than it does any person running it. Now, I think Luke Fickle was really smart in taking a school like Wisconsin because Wisconsin does feel like the Cincinnati of the Big Ten. But I, I'm not convinced that just because you won at Cincinnati that you're going to win, win at Wisconsin. No, Wisconsin's a weird job in that way because they've still got to get to work on some on some things to try to catch some of those two or three at the top of the Big Ten, but they've got sort of the the name recognition and the, the you know some of the resources in other ways to to be competitive. That that feels like the ceiling is kind of high, but there is a ceiling on that job unless they really get after it more than they have in the past five ten years. Yeah, no, it feels like a high floor job. Yeah, I would also make the argument that I mean. The uh, the the suspicion is that they have also beefed up their war chest as well. But basically what Wisconsin, I think, identified is, listen, our type of job is we can get we can get a handful of pros at the skill position. But in general, what we are is we develop on the offense and defensive lines and we have to compete that way. And I think that that's kind of what they went and they picked the guy that I think is pretty darn good at that. But at the same time. I'm not willing to get my ski poles out and say Luke Fickle's going to be a success at Wisconsin. Are we not going to like have a hard time watching this with Wisconsin, the way we know Wisconsin, the way they run the football, the way you're talking about it now Phil Longo has the keys? Honestly, it was my first, well, that's weird. I mean, it makes no sense to their current roster at all. Well, not only that, like... Their fans are going to get really confused. I mean... I mean, the only the the next question I had is, well, who is he bringing in to to run it? Because I, I mean, I know Mertz is in the portal, but they do not have a quarterback on their roster that can that can run that offense. And I mean, looking in the portal, the one thing that I, I don't know did did this end up being the the portal buffet that we thought? Like, I couldn't figure it out. It's a ton of people, but it's not any big names. Not yet. So, so the thing that surprised me was I thought we were going to see more quarterback movement. And really all we're seeing on the quarterback market is either guys that were no duh in DJ Uyangalale or guys that were graduating and wanted to have one more year and see if they could 
could go, you know, get a payday or go somewhere, a, a change of scenery. But we haven't seen, you know, the Drake Mays of the world enter the portal. Now, I also think it's entirely possible. I don't think the Drake May rumor started out of nowhere. Oh, I think the Drake it, it May didn't. stuff happened. It, it did not I start think, out of nowhere. No, and I, I think what happened is I think North Carolina got the chance to match. And I think North Carolina did the super snooty North Carolina thing, which is, well, Drake would never leave us. And then when someone's like, uh, yeah, he will, here's the number. Carolina got to match, and then they took care of it. Well, it's 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 for the most part, it's like what you saw at Ole Miss with Quinshawn Judkins. Sure, um, you know, hey, this guy's going to be in demand if we don't take care of him. So let's take care of him. Correct. And and the NIL money that's getting raised isn't all going towards buying the new NIL guys. It's a, oh, lot. a lot of times it's roster retention. Absolutely, maybe maybe half of it. So yeah, I mean, I'm, no, I'm with you. I mean, I I, I think Ole Miss is going to. Add a bunch of NIL guys, a bunch of transfer portal guys. I, I just don't know what that's going to look like. And frankly, I don't think as of this moment they do either. Because, like, guys get in the – it's sort of like the Major League Baseball thing a little bit. Like, you don't – for the longest time, people were talking about Xander Bogarts, for example, with the Red Sox. Sure. And, and would he go to the Cubs or would he go to the Giants or where would he go? And all of a sudden San Diego goes, hey, we got all this money burning a hole in our pocket. Nobody will take it. We'll give it to him. And so, who knows who who that team is in the in the transfer portal? I mean, like I'm just looking at the quarterbacks that I see available. Devin Leary doesn't make sense in that offense. Spencer Sanders, I guess, but I don't think he makes a ton of sense in that offense. I don't know enough about Austin Reed. The only game I watched Austin Reed play was the Auburn game, and they were so physically overmatched. But I have to think based on offensive system. He would be interesting to them. I don't think Hudson Carr makes a ton of sense there. Brennan Armstrong to a certain degree, but he's not a he's a big runner, but he's not like a great runner. Um, Drew Pine doesn't make sense. I don't think Luke makes sense. I've not seen enough about Nick Evers playing, but I mean, I... we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. 
That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. I don't know who you get to run. The, the Longo really hire dumb, was the first hire that made me, is the, the first kid hire that made pool. me like question, ooh, is that, is that a good idea? Is the kid who's in the portal from Tulsa the runner or the passer? The pass. Well, they're both in the portal, I think. Or at least Thamel said that Braxton was going into the portal before their season ended. Okay. I don't know if he is there still. Bryn is the one that is now in the portal, and that's the thrower. Okay. Because but the other kid the actually miles off there, as dumb as that sounds. Yeah, I mean, I, I just... I don't know. I mean, look, I mean, the menu's I, not great. I mean, we're picking we're picking a sirloin here. I mean, the thing the thing with me and Longo is he clearly does something that coaches respect. I don't know what it is, but I guess it's if you're a defensive guy, he makes it tough on you. But I mean, he does he? I don't know. There, he there, also makes it really tough on your own defense. And and furthermore, like Wesley McGriff had a point. You know, they're they're. Their red zone offense still sucks. I mean, that's the thing. North Carolina was getting into the moving the ball pretty decent against against Clemson, and yet again here they are stalling out in the red zone. Hey, real quick on two other things, I just want to touch on. I want to get your thoughts. Grizzlies win last night by twenty one. I was really impressed with them. They uh, there was no Desmond Bain, but Jaws a stud. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. when when he's engaged like, as he was last night is he's been engaged all year. He's having a career year. He's he's one of the five best and maybe one of the three best defensive players in the NBA. Do they have enough to make a title run? Oh yeah, I mean the, I their, think so too. their question is his health. I mean, uh, Grizzlies fans like to believe that they're the only team in the NBA that gets guys hurt, but that's also because you know they just watch their team, but. Are you telling me a team with a elite point guard, an elite two guard, a frustrating on the offensive end wing, but a truly great perimeter defender in Dylan Brooks? Brooks is really good. I get why people get frustrated with him, but he's physical and 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 he's like you said, he's an he's an underrated defender. And when he gets hot like he did last night. Because look, the Thunder were playing with them for a while, and and what stopped what stopped OKC from building any kind of like a five, six, seven point lead to make it interesting was that Brooks wouldn't miss. Oh, no question. And then you obviously have Jackson, who is, you know, if not the best interior defender in the league, the he's on the short list. Very short. And now his offensive game is 
is starting to pick up at a at a very high level. Well, that right there's that right there's a title team, and I mean, in the end, the Grizzlies gave the Warriors as close of a battle as the Celtics did. They both went six. Yeah, Memphis and Phoenix are tied right now for the two seed in the West behind uh, the Pelicans. They're a half game behind the Pelicans. Denver's two back. I mean, to me, like this is all going to boil. I think what we're seeing now, now that we're kind of transitioning out of, now that we're transitioning out of the super team era, if you will, it seems to me that the reason why Boston won the East and the reason why the Warriors won the West, well, at the end of the playoffs, they were the two healthiest teams in their respective leagues, and so I think it's going to, I think it's going to boil down to that more than anything. What'd you think of Wilson Contreras to the Cardinals? Um, you know, replacing, I was trying to think about this in coaching. You never want to be the guy that replaces the guy. Does that matter in, in playing? I mean, I think it matters at quarterback. I don't know if it matters as a catcher. He's going Uh, to benefit from the fact that Molina in his last couple of years finally looked old. I mean, Yachty, as much yeah, as I like, I thought he looked more old at the plate than he did, than he did behind it. Yeah, so Cardinal fans, here's their, 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 their thing with Wilson's going to be this. Uh, I love Wilson Contreras. He's one of my favorite all-time Cubs. He'll be a, I'll, I'll cheer for him even at St. Louis. Um, he's a super emotional, wears his, wears his emotions on his sleeve all season. He's, as a catcher, he's an elite offensive player. As a catcher, on his best day, He's a mediocre defender. On his worst day, you can tell that he's just not getting pitches for his pitchers. Pitchers get frustrated with him. Um, it seems like he is the ultimate example of they put him behind the plate because his arm was so good. Yeah, and, and he, he can. Are we getting an automated strike zone anytime soon to negate this? I don't think so. Okay. You know, and so it, it, it's. Ah, uh, are you sure? I'm not sure. I just don't think so. The problem well, is they haven't works at Major League Baseball thinks differently. Yeah, well, Theo Epstein, who works at Major League Baseball, wants one apparently, but well, he and apparently he has a lot of say. He had, well, he's the next commissioner. Right. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, that, the, my buddy would agree with you. The problem they have is that they've they've tried it in some minor league settings, and it they just don't have the kinks worked out. So it's no t- when I say no time soon, not in the next two three years probably. And so Cardinal fans are going to struggle with the calls that Yachty would get for his pitchers. Contreras typically doesn't get for his. But now Contreras is, today, compared to Molina the last two years, Contreras is is a monumental offensive upgrade. Yeah, and again, I know they have, uh, his name is Casey, they have a catcher in the system that they like. And I also think they're getting Wilson to play some first, DH some like I think they're I think they wanted Wilson's bat more than they wanted him behind the plate well he's got a great bat and I think you can put him in left field you can put him at first base a little bit you got to be careful there but you can certainly DH him the money that's going around real quick last thing on baseball I know you got to go are you shocked at the money a little bit I mean Bogarts gets 280 there's people saying Correa who's Look, I love Correa, but 350 seems insane for Carlos Correa. It makes you wonder, like, what does Shohei Otani get next year? Well, it makes me wonder. A lot of these things are getting reported as the 11-year deal 
Is this a lot? I've not seen a ton of options. And so does that mean there are no options or does that mean they're not getting announced because the agents are now brokering all the information. And so they're just promoting this because there's seems to me to be a couple schools of thought. Like these deals sound a lot like the high end deals that the Braves have been doing. And I give the Braves credit. The Braves have basically locked in their young guys on these massive, these massive long-term deals that sound like a bunch of money in real time. But I think what they're making the assumption is that, well, the the amount of money we spend in five years is going to be more than this. It's contracts don't contracts don't shrink over the years. And so what I think they're doing is, all right, let's get these guys under long term deals that sound like a ton now, but maybe in five years we're got we're on a deal. I know you got to go in ten seconds or so. Is Herrera who you're talking about the kid who got up some this past year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one they like. Yeah. Hey, man, as always, thanks for the time. I really enjoyed it. All right, guys. That's Jeffrey Wright, 92.9 ESPN. In Memphis. Didn't even ask what's on their show. I suspect a lot of Grizzlies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're really good. They're fun to watch. I mean, it was, it was, it was a fun environment. That's a good team. Fans are into it. It was fun. You mentioned it a minute ago with Contreras, some other um, Major League Baseball stuff going on. So Aaron Judge, by not signing that deal with the Yankees prior to this past season and then getting the deal that he has now, um, it netted him an extra $146 million this one season because he turned down, that a lot of people thought he was crazy for doing so, a uh, a $213 million offer, and then he signed for three sixty. Yeah. Made some extra coin there. Well, his deal was, hey, look, I'm going to go out. I want, I want to, stay, I want to stay with the Yankees, but I want to get, I want to get paid what I think I'm owed. He had a historic season. He's the captain. He's the face of that franchise. If you're New York and you lose Aaron Judge, there is no pivot from that. You just lose Aaron Judge. And so, according to reports, he got on the phone with Hal Steinbrenner and. Steinbrenner basically said, do you want to be a Yankee? And he said, I do, but I want to get paid. And the Yankees realized at this moment that they had no choice. The Giants had put 360 on the table, so they matched it. The Oxford Exxon Podcast, also brought to you by Dead Soxy. Go to deadsoxy.com. Use the promo code REBELGROVE. Get 25% off the best socks you'll ever put on your feet. Deadsoxy.com. College Corners, your one-stop Rebel Shop. Two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland. It's next to Fleet Feet and Flowood. It's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, just go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. The Oxford Exxon Podcast also brought to you by The Rogue. Get your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand-select pieces from top designers from work to lifestyle to nightlife. They've got the perfect something for everyone. All the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, so many more. 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. We're also brought to you by our friends at Walk-Ons. Walk-On Sports Bistro puts everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Uh, visit their stores in Oxford or Ridgeland today. A-Stock Auctions is a Nashville-based online auction company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items at A-Stock start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at just $1. Shop now at astock.bid or download their app. Name your price on thousands of items 
from big-name retailers. A-Stock Auctions has multiple locations around Nashville that offer local pickups, so don't miss out. Want it? Bid it, win it. Solutions RX is a probiotic, multivitamin, and supplement company created by Ole Miss Pharmacy alum Chris Cornelison. It's pharmaceutical-grade, manufactured right here inside Mississippi. I've been taking some uh, Solutions RX products for a while. What they really do is they just help with um, create, God, reversing is the word I was looking for, the depletion of minerals and vitamins in your body from some of the medicines that you take. It puts those vitamins back into the body, helps with those side effects, helping you stay more compliant and taking your medications, helping you stay healthier over the long term. SolutionsRx.com. Type in the promo code OEP at checkout. Get 10% off your first order. Hawkeye Portable Buildings, seventy nine ninety one. Highway 7 South in Hawkeye. Custom builds your building to your specifications, however you want your carport, ATV, your storage shed, barn, hunting cabin, or other buildings. Hawkeye can accommodate you. You pick the color, the style, the windows, the doors. Hawkeye makes it happen. In-house financing is available. Free delivery and setup within 75 miles of Hawkeye as well. For more information, call 662-226-2233 or go to HawkeyeBuildings.com. We're also brought to you by 7 South Tailgating. Still a couple of games left in November. Alabama coming to town, so is Mississippi State. To uh, make sure that your uh, tailgate is one that is easy for you, one that you'll always remember, one that's uh, convenient where you can enjoy your friends and the game and not worry about all the setup and cleanup, get in touch with the people at 7SouthTailgating.com. Submit your request today. Game Changer Patches are the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch used before or while you drink. The overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game, ready for the next play. GameChangerPatch.com, promo code REVELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your order. ACS is a complete electrical control system solution provider, a Rockwell-recognized system integrator based in Baldwin, Mississippi. They have a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. To learn more, go to ACSLLCMS.com or call 662-601-4381. We're also brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. They've been serving the Oxford area for almost 75 years. Engagement rings, wedding rings, fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, and more. Lamons is the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at LamonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. You get a uh, Thursday night game of the Raiders and the Rams tonight on uh, the whole Amazon thing. The Rams 3-9 and nine and playing without Stafford, Cooper Cup, or Aaron Donald, and Baker Mayfield is potentially the starting quarterback for L.A. tonight. Um, a must-win for Vegas. We talked about it yesterday, yeah. what their chances are. Look, there's still two games back of the Jets. This is not overly likely. Um but they're finished. Rams, Patriots, Steelers. So really, you got to win three in a row. The problem is 49ers Chiefs to close. Um, now you get 49ers without Garoppolo. Right. And you could get the Chiefs in a game where they don't care. They don't care. Huge news out of Buffalo. Von Miller tears an ACL yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. in, in, in a conference where there's no margin, um, that was a significant blow to the Bills yesterday. It's the one crappy thing about sports, right? Is that. Yeah. It's injuries. You did everything right. and It's the one thing that the, – the thing Because the Bills have done a hell of a job putting a team together. The thing I hate most in sports social media is fans celebrating injuries. It drives me absolutely insane. I, I, I cannot imagine 
feeling that way. I don't want to see great players get hurt, mm-hmm. even if they play for the team against, even if they play for the team that's the rival of my team. Because it's funny because I have no AFC allegiances at all, but when I'm watching NFL over the last few years, I have found myself pulling for the Bills and pulling against the Chiefs, and I have no real reason right. whatsoever. I mean, there is none. I think the Bills, it's the whole, they've been so close so many times. Their fans are loyal. It's a I like Dawson. Looks like it's a fun environment. I like Dawson. I, I for whatever reason, I like Josh Allen. Um, I like Diggs. It's like their team. The, uh, I, I, the I'm with you though. I have no reason to dislike the Chiefs, and yet at the same time, I kind of pull against them. I catch myself cheering against them most of the time. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know why. Uh, that Bills punter is not being charged criminally, by the way, and that whole thing. So just FYI, there. I don't know what that means or doesn't. But does he get an opportunity now? Eventually, probably. Yeah, no, it's forever. It's easier to do that with a punter than it is some other positions. Also, maybe it makes it where it's less important. I, I don't know. I could talk myself either way there. I think. Yeah, I can't decide. When does Trevor Bauer get to pitch again? Is this forever? Well, if it's not, if it's not this next year, you think it probably is because otherwise you're just losing too much time, right? That's my guess. I mean, it's a different league, though. It's a weird thing I get, but there are no criminal charges. Mm. He's been a judge threw it out. Sean Watson's playing. Is it baseball keeping him out? So far. As the league. Yeah, he's not a, allowed. A two-year suspension. Now, he's appealing it. And it's one of the reasons that the Dodgers aren't getting involved in this Carlos Correa thing is because if he wins his appeal, right, he's and a lot of people think legally he is going to win his appeal, Yeah, the Dodgers suddenly are on the hook not only for the $50 million in salary, but because of what that would do to taxes – it would make the Dodgers on the hook for about $100 million. And the whole, well, he's a bad guy argument. There's lots of bad guys in professional sports. Lots of horrific people. Yeah, pick, pick the line you like to pick. I, I mean, you know, you, that, that, can't be, that can't be it. And now look, Manfred's the worst commissioner of the four major sports. Oh, he's terrible. I mean, he's by far the worst commissioner. Yeah, two years was a hey. I'm going to make a I'm going to make a statement in this political environment. The uh, Pac-12 commissioner yesterday saying Dion to Colorado should make the conference media rights more valuable. I don't think that makes any sense at all, but sure. Um, Big Twelve commissioner goes after the Rose Bowl yesterday. Obviously, he's not tied to them and conference affiliation, but. He was frustrated, um, so they eventually relented, but he was mad about them. Um, yeah, I don't know. Does Micah Parsons get backlash for this? What happened? Outspoken this morning about the uh, Brittany Griner thing. I'm trying to pull up his exact comment. <clears throat> uh, hmm. He says, wait, nah, we left a Marine? Hell nah. Hell no. Yeah. 
He says, my last tweet was no shot at Brittany Griner. I'm super happy she's back home as she should be. I just have family who have served, and it's crazy to me the president wouldn't bring him home too. I'm the furthest thing from a Trump supporter, but I'm not a fan of Biden either. That's going to hurt him in the in the mainstream media. That is not towing the company line. It's not going to hurt him with fans. And it won't hurt him. Place for Dallas helps. It'll help him with his fans. I'm talking about with the media. Does he? Does the media come after him now? Because that is not the media message. And please don't anybody push back. I've watched this. We we we're, we're watching in real time the media take sides. There will probably be pushback, but I think it goes away fairly quickly. I just don't think he's the target they want, so that, that's not gonna yeah. Be there's, a, that's not going to be a week long right. deal of, 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 of stuff. I mean, I, yeah, sure, there'll be some tweets and whatever, but we're already overemphasizing Twitter to an extent that is hard to to fathom at this uh, at this point. Yeah, I mean, frankly, he might sell more jerseys. It's a good point. Um, gonna miss the studio. <laughs> sentimental today as you make some changes. I am not sentimental. Um, <laughs> No, at, at all. Um, I've I've grown to detest the setup. Um, <laughs> when we started this, I don't know that we ever had any idea we'd be doing this much of it. Yeah, I'm nervous about it um, because it's going to be new. Less I'm, nervous because you're not setting it up. Yeah, less nervous because I'm not. Well, if I had to set it up, I would just we would just do this forever. I mean, because I don't know what the hell I'm doing. You, you, you I, I know less than you do, and you you wouldn't know what the hell you were doing. No. So. Um, I mean, we should have had a camera on all of us the night that me, you, and Jay tried to get this set up working that night. Yeah. And it's people have come in and looked at it and went, oh, that's interesting. I mean, that's, <laughs> huh. And you're like, yeah. Like, What's it this? Works. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. Don't touch it. Yeah. It's like the whole, well, why don't y'all take this on the road? Because I wouldn't know how to put it back together again. Because so, I don't think it's put together exactly right. I'm not sure our compressor does anywhere near what it should be doing. Yeah, I'm not. I'm actually. I'm not positive certain. it does anything. I'm not either. Like, I'm. I'm actually thinking I might be able to sell some of this stuff. Oh, really? On yeah. like for ten bucks somewhere. I'm excited. It's an antiquated soundboard because it's too big. I'm excited to be able to keep the area cleaner. Yeah. I'm excited to not have wires everywhere. There are a lot of wires. Um. You know, and look, I get nervous about it because I don't. This past year was just one podcast after another podcast after another podcast all day long in the fall. I'm not doing that next fall in all likelihood. Um, so I'm, I'm hopeful that I'm not making a stupid expense, but it is what it is. We'll see. What happens in the next few hours will dictate what happens with hand raised guys tonight. Um, we'll see. I don't know. I mean, Neil has no idea, and if he has no idea, then I have no idea. So. Well, th- those guys don't have any idea. I mean, they they think it can be done pretty quickly, but that it might take longer. And then we've got to learn, and I don't, you know, we'll see. I think that's the... Yeah, Ryan Ryan says, label your wires. I get that. You You just don't... I don't think you have a mental picture of what it is that... I know you don't. Grind, I kind of expect no show too. I mean, I will be hopeful and optimistic and 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 we'll we'll see how it goes. 
but I've learned to not oversell at this juncture of anything technologically that we're trying to do. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't have expectations. I've learned not to have expectations. Just we'll see what happens. Go from there. Moving this computer, obviously. Yeah, um, moving moving the computer, which I'm nervous about because no, it's fine. cost a little bit. It's fine. That's the most simple thing of the whole bunch. Just plug that bad boy back in. It'll be all right. Uh, people are asking about G-Pits. Look, I'm going to be honest here. We haven't had a conversation since all of that. Um, the, about G-Pits. About G-Pits. We just haven't had it. Lots and lots of people said they wouldn't listen on both sites, which begs the question, then why are you doing it? I mean, frankly, why are you doing something that is time-consuming that no one wants? And that when the people polarized the reception, I wrote about it in the mailbag. You can read it at rebelgrove.com. It's, I wrote it, it's, it's, it's a free content item. You can read it. I wrote about it. Someone asked about it, and I gave an honest answer. When the people say, did you take any of that personally? Well, of course you take some of it personally. I mean, I'm sure Jay took it personally. I mean, it was just kind of ugly. And so I don't know. We haven't talked about it, so I, I, I can't sit here and tell you that that show's dead or that show's alive. I don't know. It's not, it's not completely up to me, but I think both of us would probably answer with it's doubtful, but I don't know that. So, Again, going into next fall, I've, I've, I've got to figure out, like, schedules. That was... I was overwhelmed early early every week. So, anyway. So, who did you, because I haven't read the mailbag all the way through. I skimmed it. Who did you clarify that was the biggest jerk in Christmas Vacation? Who, what, what, what was the conclusion that you came to? I mean, it's Mr. Shirley. Which, but, is, which is the boss. But at the end of the day, it's one of the great, and I kind of talked myself through this. It's one of the things that makes that movie great is even by the end of it, you kind of like everyone. Everyone redeemed him or himself or herself. Even Mr. Shirley. After being kidnapped. and He did, but he doubled the bonus. Or and add, he didn't have to double the bonus. Add 20%. Yeah, to whatever it. he did. Yeah. And the father-in-law, even he kind of redeems himself because he was legitimately mad at Mr. Shirley about the bonus. Remember, he'd always been critical. And what it's kind waste. of the father-in-law shtick, like whatever. Right. Like I, I sort of ignore him and move right. on with my day. Like who gives a crap? Okay, fine. And then Uncle uh, Uncle Lewis, Lewis is so old. He's just a curmudgeon old man. Yeah, and so, I mean, like. It, it, it's it's Shirley or Todd and Margo. But Todd and Margo sort of mind their own business. They, that's a good point. He, he, he invades their space in a way. They, they are perfectly content just being the neighbor that you never meet. They don't want to have dinner. They don't want to. No, but they're not coming over into your yard no, and harassing no, 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 no. you. They're just living their life. And you might not like Y'all it. Y'all take a few shots at one another and it's whatever. Yeah. And it's all good. But, you know, he looks over and like, look at the moron putting up all the lights. <laughs> Which, I get it's it. It's hard to disagree. I understand. <laughs> and then you look out. Hey, look, if you looked out of your window on a cold December morning and there's Uncle... Uncle Eddie out there with his uh, cousin Eddie, I should say, out there with with his sewage 
thing, you probably would have an issue. I mean, I think I would if I looked out and I saw my neighbor with an RV parked out in the street. I'd wait. What are we? Wait, what? The HOA's pissed. They're not happy right now. I know. I mean, well versed. Yeah, I'm. I'm familiar. <laughs> so I, I kind of, I kind of didn't. Todd and Margo to me were the least of that. I mean, Margo didn't march over until everything had fallen and gone to hell. I mean, That's true. You know what I mean? Wanted to stay away. Just wanted to make fun of them quietly inside their own home. And then the the thing goes through the window, it ruins the carpet, the whole deal. And then at that point, they're in your. I mean, yeah. And she says, "Todd, go over there." And he goes, "I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not." He does not want to go. I over don't there. want violence. And she says, "Well, I do." <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> The most overrated Christmas movie is Christmas Story. It's not close. It is by far. It's no question. It, it it is saccharine that eats upon sentimentality to an to a degree that. Go ahead, let me have it. I, I don't know. No, it's, I'm it's, with you. There is a sequel coming that I want to like throw rocks at. What I love about Christmas Vacation is still I could watch it tonight and I could find something fairly. I mean, I, we're in minute details at this point. But I could find you are doing s- sort of like a critical history at this point. I could find something new in that that I didn't see before. To be a slapstick lampoon's comedy, it is very well written with some subtlety. Yeah, where there's some motivations and some things where you go, oh, okay, and little stuff included, like the grandfather laying on the on, on the bunk bed and he's staring up at the supermodel poster, you know. <laughs> It's just, it's just good. I don't know. I mean, Die Hard's not a Christmas movie. We've been over this a thousand times. No, it's not. Um, a Christmas Story is a cult classic because it's on TBS for twenty four hours a day. They show it literally. That's it. Twelve times nonstop. So everybody has seen it. You can't avoid it. Everybody's aware. Oh, I, I of can it. avoid it. Yeah, it vacation, it's a wonderful life. <laughs> Can't see the line, can you, Russ? <laughs> um, it's, getting, it's getting nipply. I mean I mean I, Yeah. <laughs> uh Love Actually. I watch those three every year probably. Um I do like Polar Express. It's a good movie. Those kids' movies look them. There's a yeah, lot it's solid. I'm I'm in, I'm into. I think Elf is probably slightly overrated, but it's very good and very funny. And I like it. Don't don't take that into a negative. Yeah. But it's probably a little overrated. Probably a little. I mean. Like, if you told me, hey, well, to your point, you've seen them both a hundred times. You can watch Christmas Vacation or Elf. It's not even a Christmas Vacation. Yeah. I mean, depending on the kid, just going, nope, we're going to watch that. Nah. I'm, I'm all right. Right. It's good. It's 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 Will Ferrell's good. He, so it's funny. He makes it. Miracle on 34th Street, one of the better older movies that is still really, really good for Christmas. I mean, we'll do all this later. We have plenty of time. But Oh, never seen Elf. You might like Elf the first time. Oh, Elf's good. No, Elf's good. Yeah. It's funny. It's it's very, 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 very good. Um, Carly Ann was on a Nightmare Before Christmas kick for a little while. Who's the actor? Probably... It's, it's uh, 
the actress in, in Elf. Zoe Deschanel, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Thanksgiving movie, uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. That is your quintessential Thanksgiving yeah. movie. Yeah. Which is a really sad movie when you get down to mm-hmm. it. It's, I mean, I, I don't know if we can spoil a movie that's 30 no. years old. No, but, I mean, it's it. It's funny until it's like, oh, man. And yeah. It's worth it. It's a good movie. It's probably a little underrated with most people because it's not a Christmas movie. You set that around Christmas, and Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is a much better movie. Oh, I hadn't thought about it like that. I think so. <clears throat> the better movie, Home Alone or The Grinch That Stole Christmas? The Grinch. The Grinch is a better story. Yeah. Now I would rather watch Home Alone. I could watch both. You've seen Home Alone a lot. I've seen it. And it, it hasn't completely died off yet. That means something. No, it's a good point. It has staying power. Yeah. I mean, we've seen that a ton. Um, I like Home Alone 1 better than 2. I'm fine with 2. It's a really good sequel. It is. But you have to, as much as you have to suspend reality that anything in the first one actually would happen, we're all to believe they're doing it again. Like, right, there's right. a there's certain a zero, amount of... No chance. And in the first one, what are the odds that a mom lets that plane push off without personally seeing every kid? This is zero chance. But you have to let that go. But that it would happen again? Because if it ever happened once, every time you ever traveled again... She would have one of those little bracelet things she, that they hooked to at She that might point. be cuffed to them, right? Yeah. Yeah, the wet bandits just become the sticky bandits and end up in New York, and we're going to... I mean, they died like... That That YouTube video was hilarious, showing what their actual injuries would be how and many how many times, times they died over the course yeah. of the first movie, and now we're all back and doing it again. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. It's, it's very, very, very unlikely, so... Oh, that's a good point. Macaulay Culkin, I bet, has some royalty checks out the wazoo. I would hope here. so. I mean... I would hope so. But he got some, got some cash coming in, so... Yep, you got 17 days left of Hallmark movies. You know, they're oddly kind of whatever to where if they're on in front of you, it's like I know exactly I can make fun of this, yeah. but you're like, it's just it's a warm blanket. Okay. I'm like I like it comes on in the first two minutes, you go, Oh, so they're getting together. Cool. <laughs> All right. How long is it gonna take? Yeah, sweet. Huh. Cool. Gotta go through some adversity first. Yeah. So all right, we will update you everywhere that we can about tonight. Uh if we have a show, normal time for that, we will uh Take your calls, chat about, I don't know, Christmas movies or something, and be with you here to close the week. So wish us luck as the day moves on. And next time you see us, we'll be in a different location for this here podcast. So appreciate all you guys in the stream and everywhere you're listening. And we'll talk to you again very soon. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? 
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.